Hello, everybody, and welcome into the That's Good Podcast. I'm your host, James Finneral, here to preview the Genesis Invitational. Before we go into this week's preview, I wanted to take a look back at last week's event, the WM Phoenix Open, where Scotty Scheffler captured his first career PGA Tour victory after outlasting Patrick Cantlay in a three-hole playoff. Scheffler drilled a 25-footer to win. He had been clawing back the entire weekend. Big props to him, and I'm really excited to see what this does for his confidence. However, he did spoil one of our plays on the show last week, and I'll dive into more detail on that later. This was definitely the most exciting tournament of the year so far. Just the atmosphere was insane, and some are saying it even went too far, especially with Sam Ryder and Carlos Ortiz's hole-in-ones at the 16th. Say what you want, the atmosphere was electric, but the golf itself was phenomenal as well. You had a bunch of the top players in the world contending for this title here, and then a newcomer, Sahith Tagala, hanging in there the entire weekend and seemingly losing it there on the 17th. But just all in all, a very exciting tournament and leading into what is even supposed to be a better tournament this weekend. Now moving on to our preview for this week, the Genesis Invitational at Riviera Country Club, hosted by the Tiger Woods Foundation. Last year's champion is Max Homa, who won in a playoff over Tony Finau. And Riviera Country Club, very tough course. You have some narrow fairways. You have the Kakuya grass rough. There's a lot of risk-reward that comes into play, even more so than your average PGA Tour event, where players' decisions are going to have larger consequences throughout the course of the tournament. Absolutely gorgeous course, and I think it's going to make for it a very exciting tournament, especially given the field. This is an elevated status event. There's just 120 golfers in the field, and the strength of field is even better than last week, which I said was the best field of 2022 so far. According to Official World Golf Ranking, this event coming up here is rated at a 696 versus last week, which was a 512. You have all of the top 10 in the Official World Golf Ranking set to tee it up this week. And then a big storyline before we dive into our best bets is Bryson DeChambeau has withdrawn from this event due to a hip and hand injury. Some have been speculating that this could be due to the rumors floating about his offer to be in the Saudi Super League, but Bryson has shot down all of these rumors and says he is rehabbing now and planning to defend his title at the Arnold Palmer Invitational in early March. Now moving on to the betting angles here. Our favorites via the DraftKings Sportsbook are John Rahm at 8-1, to Patrick Cantlay at 10 to 1, Justin Thomas 14 to 1, Dustin Johnson 16 to 1, Hideki Matsuyama 18 to 1, and a host of very solid players at 20 to 1 and longer to win this tournament. Going to make for a very interesting week of best bets where there is such a stacked field where definitely there are going to be some of the top guys in the world contending at this, but there are going to be a lot of very strong players that perform poorly here and even miss the cut. Now diving into our best bets, reflecting on last week, we ended up just having an even week. One of our bets was voided before the tournament even began, the John Rahm over Ricky Fowler and Webb Simpson just for round one. That was voided because Webb Simpson withdrew from the tournament. Of course, John Rahm had beat Ricky Fowler in round one and posted a four under, so it was unlikely that Webb was going to go out there and beat that, so that would have been one that probably cashed for us, but voided because Webb withdrew. And then we had Abraham answer over Harold Varner III at plus 100. That actually cashed for us on Friday as pretty much went according to plan. Harold Varner III had the victory hangover, as I like to call it, and missed the cut heading into the weekend. So the bet had already won for us 
as Abraham Answer made the cut and went on to have a pretty solid performance. Then our last one was probably the most interesting bet, Xander Shoffley in the three ball over Sam Burns, who missed the cut, but also Scotty Scheffler, who goes on and wins the tournament. It was looking very good heading into the weekend. Xander was in control over Scheffler, but then Scheffler posted that 62 on Saturday, then ends up winning the tournament. But Xander Shoffley finished tied for third, and still we lose the bet. There's, there's not much we can do there. I definitely thought heading into it, I was nervous that Scheffler could do well. But if you told me that Shoffley was going to finish tied for third, I would have figured we definitely would have won that bet. <laughs> now moving into this week's best bets, I have three on tap here for you, starting with a matchup, our full unit bet here. Tony Finau, plus 100 over Max Homa. This is the matchup that occurred in the playoff last year at this particular event. This is an interesting one. It's more of a get-right play here on Tony Finau. Max Homa is the minus-120 favorite, but I believe that's only because of Tony Finau's recent form. Tony Finau obviously has solid course history here. He also finished tied second in this particular event in 2018 and has not missed the cut here since 2017. And Max Homa, he definitely looked very good last week, but he has missed the cut in two of his last four events, just like Tony Finau. It seems like they'll miss a cut, then do well, miss a cut, do well, each of them. But I'm going to trust Tony Finau's consistency over a longer period of time. And I think by the middle of the season, by the time June comes around, we're going to be seeing Tony Finau matched up against Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, those type of players, more so than a Max Homa, no offense. He, he is very good, but he is not quite on that tier with Tony Finau. So I'm going to try to be early here, take the even money on Finau. Now I have two props for you, starting with Patrick Cantlay to finish inside the top 10. That is coming back at plus 110. This is maybe risky because it's a stacked field, but I'm just following the data here. Patrick Cantlay has been inside the top 10 in the last four events he has played, the only events he's played in this particular season. This is the, probably the strongest field we've seen him go up against, but we've seen him do well against strong fields in the past, especially winning the Tour Championship last year. I believe Patrick Cantlay is in that discussion with John Rahm, and they've kind of set themselves apart from everyone else at the moment. If this number was maybe a minus 110, minus 120, I maybe would have backed off this. But seeing the plus 110 return and the fact that he's finished top 10 in the last four events, I'll take it. And also, he's done pretty well at this event. In the last four times he's played this particular tournament, he finished tied for 15th, tied for 17th, tied for 15th, and tied for 4th. The point is, he knows his way around the golf course, made the cut each time, finished top 20, and now I think he is a much better player than he was in any of those four years. So I'm just going to follow the data here. I would put about a half or a quarter unit on these particular props, which is half or a quarter of your normal betting size. If you're betting $100 normally, put 25 or 50 on this particular prop. Same thing here with this other prop. It's Colin Morikawa to finish inside the top 20. That is coming back at minus 110. Using a very similar rationale here, there's only been one event in the six events that Morikawa has played this season where he has finished outside the top 20. I'm a little bit nervous because his last two outings on the European Tour were not his best, but I do believe that his game sets up very well for Riviera Country Club where driving accuracy is going to come into play and his iron play when it's going is just off the charts. It's up there with John Rahm, Cantlay, Justin Thomas, when he has it going. And I believe that when Morikawa is at his best, he can enter into that conversation with John Rahm and Patrick Cantlay, but he has not proven to be as consistent as those guys. 
So I could definitely see him in contention this week, but I do want to see him with my own eyes in good form before I'm going to say, okay, he's my winner this week. So that does it for our best bets here. Now moving into our pick to win and dark horse picks. Last week we had Hideki Matsuyama. He finished tied for eighth. Another rock solid finish for him. He's just very consistent all around. He just didn't have enough to take it this this past week. He he had back-to-back bogeys on eight and nine on the final round. He made a little bit of a charge, but just not quite enough to get into that playoff. But now this week, I have a spicy one for you. It's going to be Victor Hovland at 25 to 1 to win the tournament, which is the longest odds of any winner that I've picked this year. So hopefully it does cash. You get a little bit more reward there. Last week, I just believe was a fluke, honestly. He, he just couldn't get it together. So it makes me a little bit nervous, but just what I've seen from him this season, I believe it was a complete fluke. He has won three of his last six events, which is just absolutely unheard of. And I believe he'll make a statement this week. Just like Morikawa, I believe his game sets up well here. He tied fifth at this event last year. He's one of the more accurate drivers on tour. He's also been very solid on approach this year. I think this is a great spot for him. And if he does win this week, you're not going to see the 25 to 1 on him anymore. It's going to be more like anywhere 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 15 to 1, something like that. So I'll take the 25 to 1 on Victor Hovland to win this tournament and have a bounce back week. Now moving into our dark horse segment. We're still rolling pretty strong here. Matt Fitzpatrick was our pick last week. He finished tied for 10th. He was never really in contention here, but he just was rock solid all week, ends up tied for 10th on a guy who was 50 to 1 to win the tournament. I consider that a success. Definitely not our Tom Hoagie pick as as he won a couple weeks ago, but I would say another successful week on the Dark Horse segment. He he tied with John Rahm. I'd say it's a very solid performance for his first time at the WM Phoenix Open. His game is in very good form and actually heading into this week, which has a stronger field, he has lower odds. He's You can't even pick him as a dark horse. He's inside of 50 to 1. So that shows me that Vegas is seeing that he is playing really well and he's definitely a name to look out for for the rest of the PGA Tour season. But our pick this week, same thing as Matt Fitzpatrick. I just see another really high quality golfer outside of 50 to 1 just because the field is so stacked. I'm going with Paul Casey at 60 to 1. believe his game sets up extremely well for him. He is consistently been gaining on approach this year and I'd say that's probably the strongest part of his game is his iron play. We haven't seen much of him in the U.S. this year. He's mostly been playing Asian and European tour events but he's been in the top 25 in his last four outings which shows me that his game is in solid form and seeing 60 to 1 on him on a guy who's just consistently there. He he doesn't win all that much but he's consistently having solid performances so I like Paul Casey as my dark horse pick. And that will round out our podcast today for this week's Genesis Invitational. I'll be back next week with a preview of the Honda Classic. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time on the That's Good Podcast. Mm